Hi there, you are listening to the Guitar Speak podcast. My name's Matt Wakeling and thank you so much for joining me. Now we're up to episode eight, episode number eight. And uh, today we uh, finish off our interview with Peter Northcott. We started that off an interview in episode seven and a lot of people really enjoyed that. I totally enjoyed speaking to Pete, so we bring you a little bit more from that interview. We also speak to Rob Walker, who is the director of the Melbourne Guitar Festival. Now, that's coming up in August, and it looks really, really cool. So uh, we talked to Rob and, and found out what's going to be happening there in Melbourne coming up soon. Now, we've got some winners for our Peter Northcott CD giveaway. Three winners, Fiona Young, Jim Douglas, and Matt Bond. You can all expect a Peter Northcott CD in your mailbox soon so uh, we'll contact you via Facebook which is where we held that promotion thanks Peter for giving us some CDs alright hey um, next week on the show we speak to our amazing Australian musician Bob Spencer now Bob played guitar for Skyhooks he played in the Angels and uh, he's he was inducted into the ARIA Hall of Fame so uh Fantastic musician, really great guy. I thoroughly enjoyed speaking to Bob, and I'm really looking forward to presenting that interview in next week's show. So make sure uh, you catch that. You can subscribe uh, to our podcast on iTunes. We're also on Stitcher, or you can go to our, our own site, um, guitarspeakpodcast.libsyn, L I B S Y N, guitarspeakpodcast.libsyn.com. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. We love hearing from our listeners, so give us a yell. All right, on to our part two of the interview with Peter Northcott. What happened um, on my recording gear, the last 10 minutes or so of um, my conversation with Peter, the audio got a bit glitchy and nasty, and we tried to fix it up, but in the end it was just easier to catch up again with Peter. Um, we did it over Skype this time and uh, rounded out our conversation. So here it is now, Peter Northcott. Peter Northcott, welcome back to the Guitar Speak podcast. Nice to be back. Cool. Now, um, where, where we finished off last time, I was asking you about guitar, electric guitars and how you go swapping them on the gig. Because um, I know for me, if I go from like a, a Fender scale, like, you know, the 25 and a half inch to a, like a Gibson 20, uh, was it 24 and three quarters or... Or stuff, or the different feels of necks. Like some of your gigs, I see you playing heaps of guitars. Mm. How do you go with that? Well, look, I, you know, I, I, I like having lots of guitars, and sometimes I'll take six or seven guitars to a gig. Awesome. Um, uh, with the show that I'm doing at the moment, the Pink Floyd Led Zeppelin uh, Deep Purple show, I have ten guitars on the gig. But um, you know, if I'm doing a little gig, I'll take at least three. Yeah. And um, I think that I use them. I don't actually change my patches or my sound or my amplifier settings or anything. Yeah. I use the guitars for their tone and their feel because everything uh, evokes or invokes a different feel in me. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? So I do, um, I, I just, I just, if I feel a song deserves a Les Paul, I'll play a Les Paul. If it deserves a Strat, I'll play a Strat. And you know, sometimes you, if you're, you know, if you've got a crowd and they're dancing, I don't stop and change guitars. I just deal with what I've got. Yeah, sure. Although it may not be the, um, uh, the, uh, you know, ultimate guitar for the song, I do just kind of carry on. I, I also, you know, like I've realised over the years that you, your fingers get used to a certain neck. 
And um, I do have a problem with, on some guitars, over bending and over attacking because yeah, sure. you know when I when I play on my uh, gems, they're all got nine to forty twos on them, and all my other guitars have ten to forty six on them. So you're you're overcompensating sometimes, and I think that um, it's something that I focus on more now. I mean, you know, you, when you listen to yourself back, you kind of uh, reevaluate what you're doing, and you you reapproach or find another approach or try and stay a little bit more in tune. Simple yeah, as that. Right. But um, it's it is a it is a um, a concern for me that when I change guitars, my pitching isn't a hundred percent. It's not to say that my hearing isn't a hundred percent, and I'm not saying that it is either. But you know, I know when I'm out of tune. It's just the natural thing of, of a different guitar will evoke a different feeling in you, and you may over over bend. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so so you know, but but they do. They all feel different. They all going to create a different sound, and that's what I use them for. Not so much for you know, anything else than just a good different time. Yeah, cool. So when you say you take 10 on the uh, the Zeppelin Floyd Purple yeah. Show, what, what do you take out there? Okay, so I've got my, um, I've got two strats that I take. Yeah. I take um, uh, a Telecaster, sometimes two Telecasters, um, a Les Paul t- a gold top that is tuned to Dadgad, another one, that black one that is tuned to, uh, or G tuning, I think. Okay. Or it could be the other way, way around, I can't remember. Is that more for the Zeppelin stuff? Yeah, for the Zeppelin stuff. So um, um, let me just show you. Hang on a second. Cool. For the viewers at home, Pete is grabbing no, the guitar. I can't even show you, can't even show you because <laughs> they've actually been retuned. But, uh, you know, to get um, Dancing Days is an is alter tuning, mm-hmm. as is Cashmere. Yeah, awesome. So I'll take those. I've also got an acoustic guitar, and I also use a 12-string electric for um, uh, uh, when the levee breaks and oh, that's cool. tuned to an F with a weird sort of tuning oh, okay. so wow. um, that as well as a hob you know um, as I say an acoustic what else do I take can't remember but I take 10 guitars yeah cool it's pretty nuts <laughs> sounds yeah. like fun hey, it um, is in part one we spoke a lot about electrics but not so much acoustics what, what acoustics do you play Okay, so I've got, I've had a beautiful, well, I used to have an amazing Maiden Messiah, mm-hmm. which I bought in the early 90s, of, probably even earlier, I think, but it was such an amazing guitar, and I happened to leave it in the back of a cab one day. Oh, wow. And I never saw it again. Wow. Uh, so, um, so I went and bought another Messiah, and that's been my main acoustic. However, I've got uh, a Taylor, which is beautiful. I've also got a um, Kayari, which I've got set up as a Nashville tuning, which is the high, st- high ends of a uh, twelve-string guitar. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. the low three strings, I think they have, they're an octave up. Is that how you do it? No. So so the E, the A, the D, and the G are an octave up. Oh, okay. And, and the high E and B are normal tuning. Oh yeah, cool. So that's a really good thing. It's it's uh, especially in sessions when somebody says, "Look, we just want to brighten up the top end." Yeah, but we don't want a twelve-string because a twelve-string does sound like a twelve-string and very jangly. Yeah, um, you add that on top, and it, uh, one of the one of the formats that I use a lot is uh, a, a left normal string guitar, a right normal string guitar, and then a centered high-strung guitar. Okay, and that kind of sounds nice and full. Um, the I have a beautiful couple of I've got a Kayari nylon string. I've got a uh, Yamaha nylon string, 
and I've got another mate in uh, 225. I can't even tell you the numbers now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've got a bunch of things, and I've got a um, I've got a really really beautiful two beautiful guitars that were given to me. One um, is a Chet Atkins steel string solid body acoustic, oh, yeah. yep. which is really beautiful. Yeah, it's the and Gibson. Yeah, Gibson. Yep. And then Don Spencer, my hero, um, who is the uh, the CEO and founder of the ACMF, which is Australian Children's Music Foundation, which I am an ambassador for, he gave me just recently an amazing Taylor. I can't tell you the name of the number, but it's it's like almost like a, a, a thin thin bodied electric uh, acoustic guitar yep. with uh, a pickup in it and a whole bunch of other stuff. It's a really bizarre guitar. I think it's got a Z in it or something. Okay. But that's, you know, that's a really beautiful guitar uh, for live gigs. So, yeah, that's, you know, I've got a couple of, so many, as I say, I've got about 60 guitars, so it's pretty pretty crazy here. <laughs> cool. Well, it sounds like you're playing them all, so that's that's great. Oh, I, yeah, some of them. I mean, I've got a lot of junk too, you know, and things that I've bought over the years that uh, that have just remained there until I do something about them and I haven't really gotten around to doing stuff. I'm actually doing a bit of building myself now. You know, getting guitars and, and dragging them down the street and painting them and doing all that and putting bits and pieces together. I really enjoy that. You know, I've got so many guitars that um, I'm enjoying building what I want. Yeah, cool. I think last time we were talking about the MJT bodies and... That's right, and the slider pickups. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, like, I'll leave the guitar building to people like Mark Gilbert. He knows how to do it. I just kind of get bits and pieces and put them together. Yeah, cool. That sounds fun. I love that. I really enjoy it. So, you know, it's something that I used to do a lot of, and and uh, throughout the years I got so busy I'd just hand them off to other people to fix. Now I've got the time I can do it myself. Yeah, cool. And, um, again, I keep referring back to when I when I saw you in your studio, but, um, it was man, it was a lot of fun just to pick up a few guitars at the end and yeah. have a strum. But, mate, they are set up so beautifully. You did, you did that yourself, hey? Yeah, I'd set them up myself. I'm, uh, even if I do take take a guitar to somebody to get refretted or whatever, I'll still tweak it to, to my own um, uh, feel. I know it's really interesting because I get people's guitars and their action is so high mm-hmm. and it doesn't need to be high. I mean, people like to, you know a high action. I suppose that's just a, a preference, but I really do believe that you can you can get get it still low and not have to hurt. You know, my. I mean, I'm 55 years old, man. The fingers are aching a little bit now. You know? They can't do what they used to do as much. So I, I'm never going to kind of give myself arthritis by, by playing hard. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome, man. So, um, so what else is coming up for this year for you? Well, I've got, um, I've got the Pink Floyd, Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple show. It's all in one. It's a big band. There's like six singers and um, it, it's... It's a show. It's a real show, and we have video behind us, and um, it's uh, it's quite an amazing event. I'm really, really enjoying that. So the show is the show is actually a really good, fun show. You know, like I I get to play the songs that I grew up listening to. Yeah, awesome. And yeah, uh, you know, I mean, I grew up. You know, as I say, I was born in 1960, so 1970 was when it was all happening, and that was kind of when I was really getting into music, you know, yeah, 70s cool. and 80s and stuff, but the 70s with Deep Purple, Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, they were the bands that I grew up on. Yeah. It's been really interesting uh, relearning the uh, solos of these 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 songs that I, you know, learnt when I was a kid, and then relearning them and, and hearing them with all the nuance mm-hmm. uh, bits and pieces and, and learning them that way but I think that the thing about us um, 
were, is that we learn the songs and then forget them and play our own way. Mm-hmm. It's not to say that we don't play note for note solos. Some things are, but they're not like, you know, they're not nuance for nuance. We, we actually learnt them, know how to play them, and then we've just learned how to screw around with them and make them our own because, you know, we're, we're all decent musicians in our own right, so it's about being that first of all. Yeah, definitely. I've, I've heard a few, uh, I've seen some of the videos, and it looks awesome. Yeah, it's not like you're a like a covers band. You're not, you're not pretending to be, you know, Jimmy Page. You're not, you're no, not no, dressing not a, up. You're, you're, and I think that's what people like about it is yeah. that they come and see great musicians perform mm. great songs without yeah. having to, you know, it's not like, I mean, I've sort of got an email today of, um, I think it's a Pink Floyd experience or whatever it is, and it's exactly note for note. You know, I don't know if I really want to go to that, and I, I think I'd get bored with that after a while. Yeah, sure. I think, um, yeah, I know what you mean about those shows. I think what you're doing with your band, who are great musicians, um, yeah. yeah, I think ultimately that's paying the most respect to the music. Yeah. I mean, the songs are amazing. Just the arrangements, the, 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 some, of, some of Jimmy Page's writing is just beyond. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's amazing stuff. And he understood what he was doing. It wasn't like he was just guessing harmony, you know. He knew what he was doing and he created some amazing stuff. Some of the time signatures and rhythmical things that they came up with mm. were paramount to anything that I hear nowadays. Yeah, wow. Yeah. I, mean, I shouldn't say that because I still hear some amazing stuff. But, you know, it's, it's still one of my favorite styles and one of my favorite eras. Yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. stuff like Kashmir, the, the time, ah. the cross rhythms and that. You know that that the, the two sections that that stand to mind is like in Black Dog, losing you know a, a, a quarter of a beat each time around the the round, and it comes out perfectly in time. The other one is um, the middle of Stairway to Heaven, da da dum da da dum da da You know that's actually on the beat. Some people think it's 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 missing beats and all that sort of stuff but it's actually on the beat when you work it out so learning that sort of stuff and being able to perform it and get it right is is a great challenge too yeah cool so you've got one more of those shows coming up soon got one more coming up in in uh the july the 8th which is at uh sutherland entertainment center and that's a really good venue that's a cool room yeah yeah Yeah, really good fun really good nice and are there plans to do um, much more of those shows later in the year Oh, absolutely, and you know we're changing it up too. So we're, we're adding new songs, and we're we're, uh, we're the plan is to eventually add some different bands like uh, Black Sabbath and um, you know Alice Cooper, whatever from out about that area. The stuff that we grew up on. Yeah, you know. cool, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, good. Awesome, man. So what's the um what's the best way for people to keep up to date with with what you're doing with this show and all all the uh, all the other playing you're doing? Yeah, well, look, you know, I've always got lots and lots of gigs on, and I, I, I put on gigs all the time um, around the city. I, um, I've just finished uh, for a while my residency at the Bridge Hotel, which I'd been doing for 15 years. Yeah, that's the Sunday. Yeah, I've just taken a break from that. So um, after 15 years of only and only five days off, I thought I deserve a little bit of a break. So that's what I'm doing there. But I'm putting on lots of other shows, and we are doing... Uh, the best way for people to keep up with it is probably via going to my website at peternorthcote.com and signing up to the mailing list. And I send an email out once a week. Um, apart from that, there is my Facebook site, which is just facebook.com slash peternorthcote. Yeah. Uh, and that has lots of videos and stuff. I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm 
technically not an idiot, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm an idiot with a lot of things, but not technology so much. So I keep adding stuff and I keep putting content up. So there's lots there for people to see if they wanted to get into it, you know. Yeah. And lots of lots of um, tutorial, like guitar t- tutorials for all sorts of players. I mean, I see a lot of stuff online that's usually pretty complicated stuff. And I don't know, I think there's a lot more guitarists out there that are, uh, you know, just struggling with simple things. And that's what I like to focus on, I think. Yeah, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, Pete, thanks for talking to me again today. And, uh, no worries. Making up for the glitchiness. Uh... <laughs> It was good. I tried my best, man. I got into this studio and I got all the filters on it and everything, but it was it was embedded deep in there. D- digital crackle and stuff was yeah. definitely something I couldn't fix. But anyway, we got there. Cheers, mate. Hey, let's do another one on um, you know on on the business side of things at some stage. That'd be cool. Maybe like a roundtable or something uh, with yourself and some other dudes doing it. That'd be awesome, man. I mean, because with the business, you've you've done well when you said you, you put on gigs you you're obviously not sitting around waiting for a gig you're making it happen so that's cool yeah that's right well you know it's it's something that i've always done i think that it's it's important if you, you know I, I only do it because i love to play i want to play so i've got to put on a gig and i'm not going to wait for somebody to call me and yeah. then have to play their music you know yeah, that's so, awesome yeah cool man all right well mate i'll let you go thank you so much we'll keep in touch and um, we'll keep plugging your stuff on our podcast as well Good on you, Matt. My pleasure and good luck with it all. The podcast is a great idea and and I hope you do have great success with it. Great. Many thanks, Peter. Cheers, mate. Catch you later. See ya. Bye now. All right, there you go, Pete Northcott. Really good guy and thank you so much again for your time, Pete. Thanks for giving us some CDs to give to some happy listeners. And uh, yeah, we would definitely love to have Peter back on the show. Uh, another time um, as we as we mentioned towards the end there all right as I mentioned the um, Melbourne Guitar Festival is coming up we caught up with the convener Rob Walker to tell us all about it Rob Walker welcome to the Guitar Speak podcast thanks Matt nice to be here great um, can you tell me, what's the history of the Melbourne Guitar Show? Well, the Melbourne Guitar Show, I think, started back in the very early 90s in uh, a couple of locations, Parantan Hall and Melbourne Town Hall, as part of the Melbourne Music Festival back in those days. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's uh, it ran about three times in the 90s, and it ran another few times when uh, Alan's Music uh, ran a couple of Melbourne Guitar Shows as well. But um, and then after that, the Frankston Guitar Festival sort of developed for a while. Oh, and okay. uh, but, but since the late two thousands, there hasn't been any of those public shows. And uh, I run the Melbourne Guitar. The, sorry, I run the Australian Music Association, and and they wanted to get back into promoting music and with some live and public events. And uh, so we came back and put it back on the calendar last year. In the same August weekend of 2015, and um, the show's always been pretty popular and pretty successful, both with the players and the public. You know, from my experience with all of those shows, so I go for as far back as the '91 show as well. So okay, great. Or '92. So um, yeah, I've been involved in them all. Excellent. And, um, so yeah, the timing was good, and and. Uh, 
the industry got behind it last year and and we had a successful weekend. Fantastic. Yeah, I had a look at last year's program. Um, yeah, it looked really good. You had, um, you had some guys like Phil Sobrano involved, um, Brett Kingman, some really great local guys. Well, we had the who's who of the Melbourne guitar scene, that's for sure. Um, and uh, they're just proud of us. I think we had more than 60 separate artists um, on the show last year and about 30 performances. And, you know, it was a real... Uh, we were showing Melbourne off, I thought. The, the talent was just uh, incredible. That's fantastic. And is it... Um, yeah. So you've got performances. Um, if, if we look at this year's program, who have you got um, performing this year? Well, this year we've got uh, quite a few of the guys are back. Um, but... Uh, We've got Kevin Burridge coming this year. Awesome. Daniel Champagne, mm-hmm. um, awesome young guitar player, singer, songwriter, who's been doing a lot of work in America and Canada yep. uh, in recent times. Um, I've heard yeah. his stuff. Where, where is he from? Well, he's Australian. I think he's a Sydney boy. Oh, okay, cool. Um, but I'm not 100% sure of that. Sure. I know he's coming down from Sydney for our, our show in August. Yeah, great. And... Uh, I think he's going across then to the Adelaide Guitar Festivals the following week. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, Jeff Atchison and Jimmy Hocking are doing the, um, you know, their blue show, which is yeah. Soul Digger's band, which is, you know, he's a gun, though. No, well, they both are guns. Yeah, they're both, both fantastic. Of, yeah, both winners of international, you know, awards mm-hmm. in the States for blues and guitar playing. So um, they're a couple of our favourites. Um who else have we got this year? Uh, Phil Manning is going to be on the show this year. Oh, cool. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brett and Phil, as you mentioned before. Dean Ray is uh, is looking forward to the show as well. Yeah, cool. Uh, who else is new this year? Lucas Michelides, who's just a fine guitar player. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Delaney, Sergio Ricole. Uh, Terra Mays is on, on this year. Really fantastic prog metal band. Cool. Featuring Dean Wells and look, there's, there's a, again, there's going to be at least you know 50 separate artists and performances over the whole weekend. Excellent. So, I think we're going to have probably uh, on top of uh, in addition this year, we're going to have a couple of uh, industry jams basically. So, I'm trying to showcase as many of our great players as we can. That sounds really in, good. You know, one big show, yeah. Cool. Sounds like you're covering a lot of different um, styles of guitar playing as well. Yeah, well, that's our aim. Um, you know, we really want to present young, you know, young up and comers as well as the legends and uh, everyone. You know, always love to see. There's some superb young players out there, but you know, um, there's so many, so many good players. It's really hard to, you know, get through them all and decide on a lineup. But uh, sure, we've got a lot of the guys are coming back this year, and we've got. Yeah, great. That sounds really cool. And um, mm. so you guys also run some clinics and you have exhibitors there as well? Oh, yeah. Well, this year we've got over 70 exhibitors uh, this year. Wow, that's a bit bigger than last um, year. Cool. Yeah, yeah. We're up, we've got a, an acoustic-only floor this year. Oh, nice. So, nice. Yeah. So uh, last year, you know, it was, uh, it was a little bit uh, problematic with the noise at times and, uh, you know, we just felt that for acoustic uh, enthusiasts, it wasn't the greatest environment. So sure. we created a, 
created one for them upstairs where no amplifications, um, you know, allowed. And yeah, we've cool. also got a, in that area. We're also going to have a a, uh, a solo guitar player's sort of a performance stage as well to add the extra ambience to that acoustic section and inspire more people to go and look at the guitars after they've seen these fine players. Awesome! That sounds great. So, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, cool. Who are some of the exhibitors you have this year? Well, we've got look. If, look at last year's exhibitor list. Um, pretty much everybody's returning, mm-hmm. cool. uh, and bigger and better. Yeah. Um, we have about twenty. Uh, we've got twenty odd um, local makers and luthiers and builders. Uh, we have um, about. Let me see. We've from Melbourne. We've got Cranbourne Music, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ron yeah. Lee's music, the Bass Center, Acoustic Center, Pony Music, um, and you know all those great retailers that are in the show last year. Plus the wholesalers have, were having bigger stands, you know, to focus on their brands like Line Six and Ibanez and Gibson, and you know, I mean, Alan's Billy Hyde will be back. Yeah, cool. Um, look, all the major world's major brands will be on show in one way or another at the show. Yeah, great. And this year's and last uh, year, you know, sorry, last year the sales were pretty brisk too, so there must have been some good deals going on. Oh, cool, cool. So you can buy stuff there as well from the dealers and the uh, oh, the luthiers. Oh, yes, you can. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, the show is uh, a selling show, and um, you know, obviously, these you always get some good deals at that time, at those times. Excellent, and it's yeah. Um, and it's Mayton's 70th birthday this year, great Victorian yeah. company. I'm sure they'll be there in force. Fantastic. So they will be. They will be. I was only at their uh, the book launch last night, which was just fantastic. Ah, cool. Fantastic. So, uh, yeah, the, um, they produced a really thick book focusing on the players that have played Mayton. It's, you know, it's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing effort to celebrate 70 years. And... Uh, you know, there's other Australian manufacturers as well, such as Cole Clark and yep. uh, Bass Amplification, George Evans, um, Melville Guitars are coming down from Queensland. Great. Um, we've got Tequatro Guitars, Delm Guitars, Wildwood Guitars, Seacon mm-hmm. um, Guitars. These are, you know, coming down from Sydney, so is Cilia Guitars. Cilia, yeah, all he's, great he's local. All great Australian makers, yeah. Cool. Um, uh, Oaken Guitar Technology, Sunburst Music coming down from Sydney. Oh, with yeah. Great yep. vintage Dunge. display. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, the show is going to be bigger and better than it was last year. We're confident of that, just by sheer by weight of numbers, I think. Yeah, cool. That's great. Yeah. And yeah. you guys, um, what about the clinics you have running throughout the weekend? Most of the clinics we've got running are based this year, looking on uh, focusing on technology, um, effects, pedals, guitar amps, um, also music education. Uh, the AMEB are releasing their rock school program. Oh yeah, it looks really um, cool. Yeah, that's really cool for a new way through to contemporary music for students in school. Um, we're also going to have a uh, giant ukulele orchestra. We're going to have an or- we're going to have a ukulele concert cool. featuring a few great players, but we're also going to get the audience to learn to play ukulele in uh, 15 minutes. So then we'll get them all playing for a, a 
a giant ukulele jam, which should be fun. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. Sounds really cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've got uh, we've got guitar synthesizers. We've got uh, as I say, guitar technology is a real focus in the in the demos this year and okay. the next. Yeah, and so as I say, those big uh, we've got an, a big acoustic blues show where all the uh, players will be talking about their guitar technique and talking about how they apply it to that. We've got a, an eclectic guitar, acoustic guitar concert on the Sunday. Right. right. Uh, with, some gr- with some great players are all, you know, talking about their instruments and how they play. And then they'll play and they'll all play together and uh, the whole thing will should be a fantastic event. So there's lots of learning opportunities. We also have uh, the Professor Guitar in um, for people, Professor Guitar, Professor Bass. Where we have some fine players, just sort of t- giving people tips and tricks in a, you know, in a very close field workshopy type of atmosphere. Okay, so great. Plenty, plenty of learning opportunities as well. Wow, that sounds awesome. So it's in, um, yeah. it's August. What are the dates? August six and seven. Yeah. At the Corfield Racecourse. Great. And how much are tickets? Oh, look, you can get them online for as little as sixteen bucks for a day ticket. Yep. At, uh, at the gate, generally twenty. Yep. For a day ticket, twenty-five for the whole weekend, and uh, family ticket prices, concessions apply as well. So. Wow, that's you know, that's fantastic. It's about, the cost, it's about the cost of seeing a movie on a Sunday afternoon, really. Yeah, definitely. Wow, that's that's amazing. So, twenty-five lot, bucks for yeah. the whole weekend. That's that's a lot, brilliant. Lot lot of value there, I reckon. That. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Excellent. So, yeah. And um, well, the Australian, Australian Music Association is a not-for-profit organisation, really. We're, we're all about promoting music making. Yeah, great. I was just about to ask, Rob, what are you doing? What do you do when you're not um, when you're not coordinating guitar festivals? Well, I run the Australian Music Association. Yeah, and how long have you been doing that? I this did I I first started that job back in 1990, I think, and organised a lot of trade shows and uh, events for the association, and then I went to Allen's Music for seven years or so, and got involved in the marketing and promotion there, and and then the association invited me back in about three years ago now, so we've, uh, this is our second guitar show, we're looking at doing all sorts of promotional activities. As we go forward, anyway, you know, perhaps a drum show, yeah, cool, and uh, you know, other stuff that just promotes our industry. Our, our association represents the wholesalers and the retailers of musical products, so um, you know, that's what we're doing it for. Yeah, cool, mm. Rob. Sounds awesome. I'm very jealous. We we don't have such a thing in <laughs> Sydney at the moment. Oh well, stand by. <laughs> we never know that, that Sydney's a. Maybe on the tour schedule, you never know. Yeah, cool. Oh, we'd love you to bring something yeah. Excellent. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, Rob, mate, nice thank to you. Talk to you, Matt. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much for your time. And um, we'll keep an eye out. What's What's the best way for people to keep up to date with the show and, and to have a look at the program and that sort of thing? Well, they can go to um, australianmusician.com.au mm-hmm. and they'll see a link at the top of the, of the website. Excellent. And take you through to uh, to the Melbourne music, to the Melbourne Guitar Show site. Okay. So right. we'll we'll be releasing all the details uh, on the third of June. Okay. So people will be able to go to the website and see all the exhibitors and the key entertainers and all of that sort of stuff. So by the weekend. Oh, excellent! Fantastic. Mm. All right. Mm. Well, that's great. Okay. Well, well, 
thank you so much, mate. Really appreciate your time, and um, yeah, have a great festival. You're welcome, Matt, and thanks a lot. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, that sounds really good. Um, I found out later that Rob also helped organise a couple of the, the big guitar events that have been in Sydney, uh, such as the, the guitar show in the mid-2000s. I don't know if anyone got to that. I did. It was really good. And uh, in the early 90s, a couple of the Ames shows, uh, I think one was at the showground and one was, uh, I think one was in Darling Harbour. Hey, let us know if you if you went to any of those shows. Um, I remember them really fondly. They were, they were lots of fun and... Saw some really cool, cool stuff, some great players, some great gear. So, um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully um, Rob brings uh, another show to Sydney. That'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. All right, well, that's just about all we've got time for today. Now, remember, next week we've got Bob Spencer, Skyhooks, Angels, and working on a really great solo album as we speak. So you don't want to miss that episode. All right, until next time, this is the Guitar Speak podcast. See you later.